Hey yo, we was having a ball, and you know they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. My name is Chris. I'm your host as always. The running joke is no one has fired me yet. No one is going to fire me. Uh, Season five, guys. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time here, I appreciate you coming. Today we're going to talk about a little topic called how to find and keep good employees. And... This is rooted from some conversations I've been having with business owners and employees this year. Before we get into the show, I ask a favor from you to pay this forward. Meaning, just like if you're in the line at Starbucks and someone pays for your coffee ahead of you, you get really happy, right? Same context, paying this forward, meaning we don't have advertisers, we don't have revenue coming in, from this show, we're putting our time into producing it and educating everyone listening. So with that said, I ask that you guys pay the knowledge forward to help this show grow, but more importantly, your friends. Send the show to one of your friends. If you don't have friends, post it on your socials and let me teach you as business owners and employees how to find and keep good employees. All right, check it out, guys. As a business consultant, I talk to business owners every day. Uh, Most of these business owners are in the revenues less than eight figures. Occasionally, I get to speak to business owners that are in the 10 figures, excuse me, in the nine figures and, and very seldomly in the 10 figures. About once a month with the 10 figures, guys. Every day, it's small business owners, though. All of us just trying to make it, right? And there's this occurring conversation and pattern that I've seen over the past year, which is I can't find good employees and I can't keep good employees. And then on the other side of the coin, a lot of my friends are employees, right? People that I know on socials, so on and so forth. And they can't seem to find a good job or one that will pay them well. So what I've done is I've taken both sides of the coin and condensed it into one show for you, okay? And I want to open the story with a conversation that I had with a friend of mine that I see four to five times a week. She works for a local gym. And I see her every day and I say hello to her and I exchange a few words. She's super sweet. And she's always complaining about money, always. And, um, you know, I I casually mentioned to her, I said, hey, have you uh, asked for a raise this year? And she's like, yes. And I said, well, how did that go? She goes, well, they didn't give me what I asked for. And I said, huh, tell me the story. Now, before I tell you the story that she tells me, As a former gym owner, I know what a good employee looks like in a gym. And this one's good. 
And that's why I talk to her all the time. She cares. She knows your name. She cares about you. She knows what's going on in your life. And she's there every day opening the gym. Opener, 4 o'clock in the morning. And sometimes she's there through the afternoon picking up shifts because people won't come in. She's loyal. She's sweet. She's kind. And she's always doing her job. So I said, well, what happened? She goes, well, Chris, I make $13 an hour. And I asked for $15 an hour. And they didn't give me the $2 raise. I said, hold on a second. In 2022, you asked for a $2 raise, that's it? And she goes, yeah, I don't have any education. I said, regardless of your education, you, you asked for only $2? And she goes, and they didn't even give it to me. And she was hurt, I could tell. They negotiated with her and landed on $14.50. They gave her a $1.50 raise an hour and nickeled and dimed her 50 cents an hour. They didn't give her an additional 50 cents an hour, okay? Let's just put that into perspective. Let's say she works a eight-hour shift, okay? That's $4 extra a day that they're not giving her. Just put that into perspective, okay? I mean, it's like 20 bucks a week out of 40 hours. I mean, it's, to me, it's a little disheartening to hear that companies are still doing this. Now, here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing, guys. Under the context that an employee is good and that you value them, right? If they're not good and you don't value them, employers, I'm speaking to you, you got to get rid of them, all right? You're just delaying the inevitable. But if they're good and they're loyal and, they're, and they show up and they do what they need to do and go above and beyond, the first thing I'm going to teach you is this. Number one, you got to look for opportunities to give more to them. You have to. You have to look for more opportunities to give more to these team members that are vital to your operation. Praise them more. Tell them how great they're doing. Hold them accountable. Tell them when they make mistakes. But praise them more. Make them feel appreciated. Make sure they know they feel appreciated, okay? Remember, the first thing we're talking about is looking for opportunities to give more. Praise is a huge one. Approximately 60 cent of, 60 cents, 60 percent of employees in America in 2020 said that they were more likely to stay at a job for praise and less money because they want to feel important. All right. Look for opportunities to praise your team. Look for opportunities to pay them more. Rather than nickel and diming someone 50 cents an hour, give them an extra 50 cents an hour. If they ask for $2 a raise, you know what? I'm going to give you $2.50 an hour raise. And that's just using the example that I opened the show with. Look for opportunities to increase their salaries. Okay? Look for opportunities to give. If, as an employer, you do these three things, looking for opportunities to give more in praise, money, and salaries, you will not only find good employees, you will keep good employees. Those of you that are sitting here saying, shit, 
it's okay if you're making those mistakes because I used to do it too. Learn from those mistakes, understand what I'm teaching and stop what you're doing immediately and give to your employees more. If you're an employee and you work for a business and you want to make more money and you don't want to go jumping from job to job to job, same thing. Look for opportunities to give more. Praise your coworkers more. Praise your boss more. When was the last time you praised your boss? When was the last time you said you appreciate everything they do for you? Think about it. Look for opportunities to give to your team members, to your boss. Maybe a $5 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. Anything, guys. Anything. It doesn't have to be all financial, but think about how simple giving a gift card is to your team. Yeah, sure, on their birthday, but what about just because you feel like giving? Let's say you have a small team and you buy everyone a $5 gift card and it costs you 50 bucks. Do you think that $50 will compound and give you back 500000 if you do that every day, often? Yeah, most likely. It just will take time. And as an employee, you can't really look for opportunities to increase salaries, but you can look for opportunities to praise more and give more, and that will in turn increase your salaries. Okay, number two. <laughs> okay, employers, all right? Your team, this is number two, your team is an investment, not an expense. If you cut corners on their pay, what are they cutting corners on in your business that you probably don't know about? Think about it. It goes both ways. If you look at your employees as an expense, I know why, okay? Because most formal business schools, all right, I've been to two business programs, undergrad and grad, will teach that payroll is an expense on a P&L, on an income statement, on accounting books, okay? For the reason of balancing an account, Yes, your payroll has to go in expenses. However, your mindset as a business owner needs to change so you look at your employees, your people, your team, your tribe, the people you lead as an investment. Investing in people, investing your time, investing your money, investing your knowledge, investing your know-how into your team is a huge difference in mindset and how you lead. Now, if you're an employee and you work for a business, you're investing your time, you're investing your resources, you're investing your energy, you're investing in your job, you're investing in your company, you're investing in your boss, you're investing. When it shifts up here that, oh, I got to go to work, it's Monday too. Yes, it's Monday, I get to go to work and kick ass is when you're going to get paid a whole lot more and feel appreciated and have more fun and experience finer things in life. Business owners and employees, guys, 
Your team is an investment. Treating them as such is a great way to not only keep employees, but stay in your job and not get fired. Number three, remember guys, and most importantly, and I want to drive this point home, this is all in context that it is a good employee, all right, or that you are a good employee. So let's take it from the business owner's perspective first. If a good employee of yours comes to you and says, hey, can I get a raise? And you cut corners or you nickel and dime them or you don't praise them, they're going to leave. And that's one reason why you can't keep good employees. And the reason why you can't find good employees is because you treat your employees like that. And they talk to people. Fundamentally, as business owners, guys, don't be cheap to your team if they're good. Okay? The more that you invest in them, the more that they will make and the more that you will make. All right? Now, if you have employees that are not good or don't handle themselves well, and they ask for a raise, if you haven't terminated them yet, I would. And replace them with someone who's aligned to you, your thought processes, your company, your core values, and have someone who's taking up space, energy, and time, and money, and replace them with someone who's willing and able to appreciate a good opportunity. Making space. Alignment for the proper people. You have to get rid of people to make room for those that deserve the opportunity. All right, guys. <clears throat> How to find and keep good employees. All right. I assure you that once you figure this out, not only will you have great employees and your life will be a whole lot easier, but people will also begin to ask you for jobs and offer to work for free. When you get to that point, it's a whole different ball game. Then it's more so you perfecting your mm, processes rather than looking for a good employee because now you know how to treat them and keep them when it comes to praise and financial aspect of employment. If you learned anything from this show, share it with your friends and definitely drop a review on iTunes and Spotify. We're doing really good on iTunes. I think we need some help on Spotify, guys. Hook me up. I hooked you up. Let's keep this momentum going. Let's keep this harmonious relationship. And I'll catch you next time. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Well, I'm born. Born. Can I kick it? To my tribe that flows in layers. Right now, Fife is a point sayer. At times, I'm a studio conveyor. Mr. D.